What up, everybody? Welcome to Keeping It 9450, codenamed WBB. I'm your host, Daniel Artes. I got K-Dot with me. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, man, on Apple, Spotify, wherever you consume the podcast content. K-Dot, man, what's going on, brother? What's up, man? How you doing? What up? What it is? What's popping? First things first, I want to wish each and every dad out there happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you, my man, B.A., my brother. Also, I want to wish everybody out there a happy Juneteenth. We're celebrating the first of many of the freed slaves today on Juneteenth. So, happy Juneteenth to all my black people out there. The power to the people. We got to stay and stick together. Yeah, facts, man. And happy, happy Father's Day to you. I hope that uh, everything was well. And the Lewis household, man, pretty chill day on my end. I ain't do much. I just stayed in the crib and was working on a podcast, man. But enough of that. Let's get into what we came to talk about. We have a little problem right now going on in the women's basketball community. And normally we would just keep it on court. And that's why our show name is called Keep It in 9450. Because we try to keep everything on the court. But it's just a lot of things that bother myself. And me and Kate, I talked about it at length. And we just decided, okay, let's just have a conversation about it. I left a tweet and I said that when Sylvia Fowles announced her retirement, it was a little fanfare. Sue Bird announced hers. It's going crazy. And there's nothing against Sue Bird. She doesn't control the media. But there's a gatekeeping problem. When it comes to the black athlete and the white athlete and women's basketball, and we got a lot of engagement on that tweet, a lot of retweets, a lot of quote tweets, a lot of likes, and everybody's just pretty much talking about it, agreeing with what's going on. And I just want to make it clear to those that's listening and to those that actually seen that tweet, this tweet is in no shape or form making a divide between Suber and Sylvia Fowles. This tweet is aimed dead straight at the media. And I've been having an issue with the national media that covers women's basketball because of this. They talk about everything equality and we need to support women's basketball and we need to do this and we need to do that. But the powers that be that's saying that is not really putting their money with their mouth is. Every time I go and try to read some articles on a game or whatever, or just in, uh, in general on certain websites, I'm not going to shout them out like that. But on certain websites, it's a lot of lazy reporting. There's sometimes there's some things from when I was on the website today, it was updated in a week. And this is a national website. This is a national media website, mainstream media. Web- and it's just annoying, KDOT. Because like we here, we love what we're doing and everything. And it's hard to get access. It's the engagement is, is just way off with how mainstream media does their thing. They only talk of five or six players, which is something that we vow not to do. It's just really unfair how everything is going with this. And I know the dialogue was getting crazy and everything. Then they're trying to bring up Sylvia Fowles credentials or whatever and this, that and the other. And I'm just like, listen, if we're just going to be honest. If y'all want to take it there, then yes, Sue Bird has a lot more accomplishments. She has a lot more team accomplishments, but we're talking individual. Listen, I'm going to run it down then. We got Sylvia Fowles, a two-time champ, and Sue Bird is a four-time champ, okay, which is dope. Sylvia Fowles has two finals MVPs. Sue Bird has none. 
Sylvia Fowles has a WNBA MVP. Sue Bird has none. Sylvia Fowles has four WNBA Defensive Player of the Years. And she led the league in blocks. She's the all-time leading rebounder. She won the Peak Performer Award and everything. Sue Bird is the all-time assist leader. So I just think that me individually, that Sue Bird is a better player. That's cool. That Sue Bird is a better player. I'm sorry. Individually, Sylvia Fowles is the better player. But that's not that's not what we're doing. This is just for this is just towards the media case. I just feel like that the media has to do better and how they uh, they show love to these players because yes, Sue Bird announced her retirement. Sylvia Fowles announced her retirement, but it just seems like they just go above and beyond for Sue Bird more so than Sylvia Fowles. And Sylvia Fowles is an all-time great. If I can recall, KDOT, we named Sylvia Fowles the number 10 best player all-time in WNBA history, and we got Sue Bird 11. Like, Sue Bird, Sylvia Fowles is, it is an all-time great and a team anchor. And, of course, we know that Sue Bird is a, probably the greatest point guard in basketball history. Shoot, not even just WNBA. I'm talking about NBA, too, you know? When she's a winner, she's a leader. And she makes players, she makes other players better than everything, too, as well. And But... Like I said, this is aimed towards the media. And another thing about the media that, that really annoys me is that a lot of people, and I understand, but people just let it slide. And everybody's just trying to further their career. Nobody wants to hold nobody accountable for when they're making these mistakes and things. It's just it's just crazy. And I was tweeting from my personal page about it, and I said something, and then somebody was like, I can't really say nothing. I got to watch my words. And I'm just like, I understand and stuff, but how much, how many, how much more are we going to watch our words, right? Like, how come the basketball conversation can't be uncomfortable, k That's what it, that's where it got to go now. Yeah, it got to be uncomfortable. There's a gross misrepresentation of black player coverage versus white players. And we see it and it's unfair. 144 players in this league, 80% black. It has to be better. And we normally don't even do this type of conversation, but it has to be done. So everything that you talked about is very prevalent and very important to this conversation because, again, we normally don't get into this part of the conversation. We strictly want to keep it on the basketball court. But at the same time, how can you keep something on the basketball court when there's a, I would say, a trend of misrepresentation, in my opinion, towards certain players that is being highlighted versus other players that are being highlighted? Optics truly matter. And the way things look in the eye of public of opinion, that weighs heavily on how we view certain things in society. So a perfect example would be what happened between June 7th and today. So the New York Liberty played Minnesota. They did a amazing tribute to uh, Sylvia Fowles, of course, who announced her retirement before the season. And she did it to where she didn't want to make too much of a big fuss about it. But to be honest with you, Big Sil, like we got to make a big fuss about it because you are one of the all-time greats. I'm sorry. I know you don't like the attention. And to Sue Bird's credit, she doesn't like attention either. But still, it really doesn't matter to the player. Like it's all about what the media does with it. 
So when Sill announced the beginning of the season, it's something that was known but wasn't amplified. Big difference. Media didn't amplify it. It was basically just, a, oh, hey, Sill's retiring from what I've seen. And this is my opinion and my opinion only. It might have been different to somebody else. But from what I've seen, we have an all-time great that's retiring. Congrats on a illustrious season. That was it. Fast forward, going back to the Liberty situation. I knew that the New York Liberty was going to do this because they are a great organization. They're a class organization. They did a tribute to Big Sill. And it was all good. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed watching it. I knew about it. I can't say the same for everybody else, but I knew about it. And this is part of the example that we're talking about with mainstream media not amplifying Sills' re retirement or calling it a, a career. Now we get to Sue Bird, who announced her retirement, calling it a career maybe a week ago. She announced it and it's everywhere. She's actually trending. She was literally trending when it was announced on Twitter. So that's already a big difference right there. You can see the difference. And again, the optics behind it is just obvious. It's plain and simple from a media standpoint. They made it known that, hey, Sue Bird is retiring. Oh my God, we have to get behind this. Fast forward to the New York Liberty wearing t-shirts that's basically representing Sue Bird and guess what's going to happen when that happens when people see that guess what they're going to say oh what about Syl y'all had t-shirts for Syl I didn't see any t-shirts for Syl and then you go on this back and forth where people who actually knew that the Liberty made tributes that they will respond and say oh they had they literally had a tribute for Big Syl let's not do this they had one for Big Sill. And then, of course, you're going to get people that were rebut that, okay, how significant was that tribute versus the tribute that they did for Sue today? It was on ESPN. It was it was amplified. Again, it was amplified. Big Sills wasn't amplified. Sue's was amplified. Again, I'm like a broken record at this point. Optics matter. I'm not respecting their wishes. But forget all of that. I am a diehard fan of women's basketball, and I want every last one of these WNBA players to be amplified with all of the love, all of the flowers, all of the gold, all of the money that we can give them. Facts. That's how important it is to me for women athletes to be known and my thing is, you even go back to last year when Simone Augustus had to abruptly end her career because there were roster issues. She sacrificed, to me, she sacrificed a, a position to play for the L.A. Sparks to give someone else, to give a younger player a chance. Exactly, Kata. That's that's a fact, man, because, listen, the lack of coverage on her, Simone Augusta's retirement, and she was a key part of one of the only dynasties in the W. How many dynasties is there? We would say Houston, and we would say Minnesota. They both have four in a certain amount of years. This is a legend in Simone Augusta's, and the way how they, the lack of honoring her when she retired, 
that didn't even sit well with me, K Dot. And last year was my first year covering the W. It was gross. And it really has to stop, man. Like I was at a point today, K Dot, I ain't gonna even lie to you, bro. I was at a point like, I don't wanna do this anymore. If it's gonna be like this, I don't wanna do this. I think that we put in a lot of time and a lot of effort to to do what everybody wishes men would do and, and quote what everybody says, grow the game. And we there all the time. This is like our, what, 60-something, 67th episode or whatever. Every week since we we did this show, we've been dropping. It is hard to see the same thing over and over. Nothing's getting better. And it, I'm just at a point where I just think that the powers that the powers that be, that has the power to make moves for women's basketball, just don't like women's basketball. It, they just don't like it. And that's the issue right there, bro. That to the point where you got a Simone Augustus four-time champ can't get honored properly. We got, oh, well, thank you, Sue shirts, but no thank you, Sylvia shirts or whatever. It's just gross, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, so again, when we talk about amplifying the players that are pivotal parts of what the league is today. Sylvia Files is a pivotal part of what the league is today. I'm going to tell you something. As a WNBA fan, before I became professional in the media side of it, as a fan, because she was so dominant, I didn't want Sylvia Files to win. That's how much of a fan I was of the game. Because, again, me as a fan, I'm going to dislike players. I'm going to dislike teams. And the reason why I'm going to dislike these teams and these players is because they're always doing something to the teams that I like. That's just the part, that's just a part of the game. That's a part of being a fan of the game. And Sylvia Fowles has been so dominant for so long that it got to a point where I was like, geez, I don't want you to win, Syl. I don't, but you keep winning. You keep dominating. And as I moved into the media spot of it and literally came this analyst guy that breaks down the amazing abilities that players like Sylvia Files, Sue Bird, Simone Augustus, even Maya Moore when she was playing, Angel McCautry, uh, just those type of players, when I'm able to break these players down, it's just so amazing to even think back to how much they've accomplished for their teams. Now, if we're going to keep it above, if we're if we're going to do the comparisons, everybody talked about the accolades. Everybody said, well, Sue is a 12-time All-Star. Sue had the four rings. I'm very grateful for that. I'm happy that she has that. And I'm going to tell you something. Again, when you're amplified by the media, when there are votes that comes in for these all-star games, guess what? Guess who's voting for them? It's the media who's voting for them. It's the fans who's voting for them, right? It's not going to get to a point where the most popular, like the most popular player is always going to get the vote. And, And it's clear as day that Sue has been the most popular player since she started in the league. She was one of the most popular players in college. She was a national player of the year in college. And it was UConn. Guess what's in UConn's backyard? ESP. Make 
we're making it make sense right in front of you. It's, it's not rocket science to figure out why certain players are amplified more than others. It's not hard at all. It really isn't. And that's a fact. And once again, we're not talk. We're not aiming this at any players. This is aimed towards the mainstream media. The same media, once again, that pushes for equality for women's basketball. It's the same media that's not keeping that same energy. They got to be better. This is funny. But and we got a, a guest up here. Not a guest. He's with a 9450. And uh, he's going to be doing a lot of Washington Mystics coverage for us. We got Nate. Nate, what's going on, brother? What's going on, fellas? Everything's all good, man. What's your take on all this that's going on? Listen, you guys have been spot on with everything you said. First and foremost, I want to make it clear that I wish she, I wish Sue Bird all the best. She is a Hall of Fame, free trial of famer. Definitely was a good player coming out of you, Colin. But I think the way how you guys said it, it's all about the optics. I've said it. Even before Schubert, it's just media, period. The media controls and spins the narrative. They push who they want to push. I also, too, I got to blame the WNBA as well. The W has done a poor job of really showing the respect of, of the ladies, like the Milton Jones, Cheryl Swoops. Last year, Simone, they had her, they had the shirts for Simone, but Simone wasn't talked about on first take. Why? I like, I, when I saw, the seven on first take the other day of Sue, I'm like, wait a minute. Sue, he doesn't get that. It's like Kevin said, it's the optics. And Daniel, I heard you say something that you think about doing the same thing too, because it's where's the point of being in a media realm like this? And this is the things we get. We have an obligation, we have a responsibility to continue to change the narrative and push forward the right approach, telling. These telling the stories of these women that there's from how they got to the W. Simone Augustus was drafted to a team that was terrible, but she changed the culture. Sylvia follows. I remember when she was in Chicago, her and Elena Deladon. I remember the trade after Elena left and then Sylvia went to Minnesota. It was a different, it was a Sylvia won MVP after that. We even hear a show swoops. There was a clip shot of Christina Williams. How when she was at the WBA, they just gave her the cold shoulder. Thank you for your services. Like the W also has done a poor job of telling the stories of the black women that came, that have come through the league. And I already know what's going to happen when Dinah Taurasi calls it a career. She's going to be on first take. Sec, I say my first take, and. I'll probably see somebody like Asia Wilson. Asia Wilson probably won't get talked about. She'll get talked about in local media in Vegas, but on the national media, nah. Because it's again like Kevin says, the optics. So I, I'm I'm not I'm not surprised that it happened, and. I do appreciate those that are on like Twitter and other realms of me that have, that are calling it out to try to really say, Hey, how could you amplify Sue Bird's retirement, but you didn't amplify Sylvia Philo's or Simone Augustus's? Like they had, if not just better careers than Sue Bird. 
but it's what the media controls and what they want to push. And like Kevin said, you got Espen. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's why when I tell people, when people ask me why we, they should support us. And I always just say, listen, man, we pride ourselves on our mantra, real basketball talk, no hot takes, right? From us, you're going to get the unbiased, the real basketball content that you've been asking for. Just covering the whole spectrum of women's basketball that we pride ourselves on shedding light on a diverse array of players. No more of the same regurgitated content of the same seven to eight players that a lot of these media outlets be covering. You're going to also get the real analysis, real information, and open access to acts for whatever you want to hear, whatever you want to see. And I always tell people, if you really care about real information surrounding women's basketball, that you will want to just support what we got going as far as a network and stuff. And yeah, I was frustrated to the point where I wanted to stop doing this, but I just felt like also we came way too far to give up now. And we're just going to keep on marching forward. And we're going to make sure that a lot of these players get the flowers, get the love that they deserve. If it's not from, if it's not from the national media, it's going to, it's going to be from independent media like us. And we, but we need them national medias, man, to really stop playing around Take a little risk. You're not going to lose your job if you step out and say something. Y'all see that is not fair. Like, we're pointing it out to y'all. We're pointing it out to y'all what y'all want when y'all be on the national media saying everything, right? And we pointing it out that y'all not keeping that same energy off the stuff that y'all want for women's basketball. So that's what we are here to do. If y'all not going to say it, then we just going to say it every time, you know? Because it's just not right anymore, y'all. Can I, anything else you want to add? Yeah, I want to add this one thing because a lot of people, from what I understood on, on, on Twitter and everything, they want to bring up, they want to bring up like Candace Parker. They say, oh, Candace Parker is, is amplified or is well-recognized or whatnot. Yeah, that's all good and dandy. But let me spit some facts to you about Candace Parker. Candace Parker is also self-made. Candace Parker put herself in the forefront when she beat out Josh Smith in the dunk contest in high school when she was a McDonald's All-American, that's where it started. And then she goes to Tennessee. Tennessee was a national powerhouse with a darling in Pat Summit that everybody loved. Everybody. The rivalry between Tennessee and UConn, that was must-see TV. So guess what? She's already going to be highlighted. She's already going to be amplified. And then when you come out after winning the national championship for Tennessee, as a rookie, you come in, you win MVP and rookie of the year. It's already said and done. Her game spoke for herself. That's why she was amplified, because she was that good at what she did. So for those who say, what about Candace Parker? Dismiss me with that because that automatically lets me know how much you guys don't watch how great of a player she is. So when it comes again to amplifying certain players, optics matter. A lot of people don't realize that Candace Parker should probably be a four-time Olympian, but guess what? She didn't make some of those Olympic teams. I wonder why. I'm not going to get into that. But I wonder why. If you do your research, you will figure you will figure that out yourself. 
So, like, it's funny at this point. It's funny at this point. You're right, Nathan. You're right. And it's completely hilarious at this point. So my thing is, when you're trying to compare other amplified Black athletes compared to the others that weren't as amplified, like, it... Like, you have to look at the full spectrum of it. Yes, Candace Parker is on your TV screen all the time because, first off, she's worked her butt off to, to do that. She's doing a hell of a job at TNT. She's she's already proven to herself on the basketball court that she's, the she's like, hands down the most versatile player to ever play in the WNBA. And that could be debatable. But to me, hands down, the most versatile player to ever play in the WNBA is Candace Parker. Top five. So my thing is, when y'all talk about that, listen, she created that lane so that she can be amplified. Not necessarily saying that the media created it for her. Guess what? The media didn't, to me, the media did not create that for her because she took that again in that dunk contest in 2004 at the McDonald's All-American. That's why she's amplified the way she is because she was the one who did that. I'll leave I'll leave my reasoning for the what about Candace Parker people from that as- aspect. I'll I'll drop the mic there, but oh, I can't drop the mic just yet because I want to say this to all three of us. We built this network, you and I DA, we built this network for the sake of amplifying the names that you don't hear on ESPN, on WNBA.com, on Amazon Prime, on CBS Sports. Like, we are doing this for the sake of amplifying those players, and we're going to continue to do this. I don't care if one person listens. I don't care if 100 million listens. We're going to amplify these players, and they are going to continue to be the great players that they are. And I salute every last one of these WNBA players, whether you played one game, whether you played 400 games. I salute you, every last one of you, to the Sue Burrs, to the Sylvia Files. I salute you. And we're going to continue to do this. And we're going to continue to amplify all of the players that you don't hear of. Because if it ain't, if we're not going to do it, nobody else will. Facts, facts. Facts, man. Yeah, before we get out of here, man, yeah, let's just make sure that we supporting these players, man. Fouls is like the equivalent of a Shaquille O'Neal. And and basically, she's retiring. There's going to be a huge gap in women's basketball when she's gone. Just as, even on Sue Bird's part, too. But, like, the respect and, and the lack of respect, the lack of attention, and the lack of publicity that she deserves because she's retiring, giving her flowers for her career, it's crazy. Like, she deserves the same type of fanfare any other legend in basketball. She's not just one of the greatest female basketball players in history, K-Doc. Nathan, everybody that's listening, she's one of the greatest players in basketball history. All right? Just ask Sue Bird, too, as well. Sue Bird is, like, one of the most versatile centers ever. Strong, intimidating, got great feet, pulse moves and everything. Like, she deserves a lot of the praise and a lot of respect from everybody. And it's just sad that when, you know, you look at the comments from our tweet earlier and 
You see the rebuttals from other men. And I'm just like, yo. And a lot of these dudes, they call themselves hoops heads. I'm just like, y'all not hoop heads. If y'all was hoop heads, like we always say, Kata, you will support women's basketball. It is the purest form of basketball you're ever going to watch. Okay? High IQ. High level fundamentals or whatever. Just because y'all want to be entertained and want to see dunks and stuff and or whatever y'all want to do. It's, it's still, it's basketball. Okay? Just because they're not flying down the lane, which they actually do fly down the lane. There's a lot of athletic players. Like, we could point out Gabby Williams or something. When she had that block, I forgot what team she had it against. I want to say Chicago. But she had a, a great chase down block. Or maybe it was Dallas. It, I don't know. But she had a great chase down block. Like, these women are, are amazing. And I'm just going to always support them. We're going to always just stay on the side of what's right and just go up against what's wrong. And what's wrong is the lack of support that these black athletes are getting. With that being said, we're just going to get on out of here. Thank you for listening to Keep It at 9450, code name WBB. Don't forget to follow us at the 9450 WBB on Instagram and Twitter. Don't forget to follow KDOT at K.Lou3H. Don't forget to follow me at the DRTS show, Nathan Snell, who's going to be covering a lot of Mystics content for the network, bringing out that dope energy and everything. So with that being said, we out of here for Nate, for Kata. I'm Daniel Artes. Love is love. Peace.